Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, say can American citizens, what we want is accountable leadership. Hey, welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Life, love, and liberty. So I want to talk a little bit about all three. In the context of today's political climate and where we really are as a nation. I happened to stumble upon the Twitter account of a professor uh, who I will not mention, nor will I mention her university. Let's just say she refers to herself as an authoress, which means she's a woman who is an author. Um, She also uh, hails herself as a tenured individual. So in case you think you can bring an accusation against her or attempt to come after her university job, um, she's there to remind you that tenure affords her uh, the academic shelter necessary to be able to continue to spew um, ignorance while indoctrinating the young and formidable minds of our children. I would dare say, though, uh, if you choose to send your kids to an institution of, quote, higher learning uh, that has now been discovered to indoctrinate them to very liberal and anti-liberty ideas, also known as anti-American ideas, um, then the onus begins and ends with you as a parent. If you are um, also somewhat fed up with your children's brainwashing that has occurred through social media, again, I would like to redirect your attention to your own mirror as a parent. I say that as a parent who raised a child on my own, uh, who still uh, undoes some of the liberal indoctrina- indoctrination of social media more than anything. Um, not so much the liberal uh, college university that she attended for four years on the left coast, but but mainly social media narratives that I spend nearly every day uh, undoing because your kids have become extremely creative with their ability to mock to undermine and otherwise um, entertain themselves, their entire generation, uh, with lies, with um, disinformation, with uh, non 
true historical facts. Again, any way you attempt to uh, talk about it, it still comes down to the dumbing down of it. See, we've come up with so many hyperbolic expressions that has, has, has really done us in, really, because... It's you know what would do the country like a world of good is to just have like a season of silence. Right? Just thought only. Like no no speech. And and to possibly begin to understand the power of words. See, the left understands the power of words and they use that um against otherwise uh freedom loving and seeking individuals to the point where um, when the mainstream media is controlled and even your um, people that all the cute little blondes that you guys have come to trust and love um, are controlled and monitored uh, to, to what extent they're going to share the the truth of what's really happening in any given situation of the country when when your mainstream media has gone so far rogue um, that you cannot trust the words that come out of their faces, it's really time for you to shelter in place in your own mind. Uh, seek out your own um, information, facts, um, historical data, and start to mine for information, become better at mining for information. And many of you are. I was very pleased to see that whenever I polled you recently on Twitter, um, to see whether or not you, uh, where you get your sources of, of, of information from, like who is your source for pertinent information on any given day. And most of you said multiple sources. It definitely wasn't lamestream media. It was not only the president and his Twitter account and news briefings. Um, it was, uh, and it's certainly not Google. It is multiple sources. So I thought, hmm. That's interesting. That's very telling and good for you. I'm glad to see that. Um, but this, back to the professor, she is just a verifiable trip. Um, she has made it known, under no certain terms are you able to rid uh, the university system of her her ilk, her mindset, if you will, so that she is definitely going to continue to um, uh, instill in your children's minds that COVID-19 is predominantly a white man's construct. Might I remind you that the Chinese are not historically considered the uh, Caucasian man that we've all come to check off on the box of any given application or otherwise you know, institutionalized way of, of, um, of um, separating, you know, the haves and the have nots and the gotchas and the gonna getchas and, and all those things that we like to do in society so that we can, uh, you know, better accommodate the, our, our, our prescribed audience. Speaking of accommodations, so I got into a very heated discussion today with my college graduate and her soon-to-be fiance, and we were talking about 
uh, race issues because she is bi-ethnic. So we were talking about, you know, little kids somewhere in the country who there's a video now, you know, of a cop who used uh, excessive, quote, excessive force. And, you know, so I asked to back up the, you know, the anger mantra of, hey, you know, what really went down? Did we see what happened? You know, the kid's clearly super thin. He's a little kid. He's like 14. Um, the argument kind of morphed into, you know, um, opportunity versus, you know, he he's uh, he maybe he didn't have the opportunity to not learn to smoke at 14 and buy a cigarettes illegally, have someone purchase them illegally for him, uh, get caught outside of a store smoking and a cop ends up using excessive force. We do not see the video of what how the whole thing transpired beforehand. Um, so now, of course, it's turned into this big national story of you know, it's another law enforcement officer using extreme force on a, quote, child. My argument to that is you have six-year-old literal children who are indoctrinated into uh, cartels to criminal gang elements. So, uh, again, nothing surprises me whenever it comes to um, the degradation of our uh, children's lives and who it is that's really pursued and preyed upon uh, to to be inducted into the criminal gang element. So the fact that someone, you know, chronology really is of no consequence to me when it comes to the topic of crime. Sorry, it's just not. Um, Because I've seen too much and I know too much uh, about this element of... um, of this sub society of, of humans that behave um, from their animalistic nature. And all of us have an animalistic nature. So, but when you're murdering and thieving and prostituting and pimping and whoring and, um, and lying and conniving and, you know, I mean, just any extorting, any num- bullying, uh, you know, torturing, any number of animalistic uh, means of expression, then that by its very nature, um, you know, is caused to deduce you to exactly what you are behaving as, which is an animal. So the president had it right whenever he referred to a particular criminal gang element as animals, because if you saw the videos that I've seen, as well as the literature that I've been privy to, thanks to our law enforcement agencies here in the state of Georgia, you would know that um, it's not hyperbolic and it's not uh, panic driven. It is a fact of how certain elements of society operate. Nevertheless, we get into a conversation of, hey, could we spend a little time of deduction? Could we not just go by the cam, the body cam, the little parts of a video that we see of a chronological kid being thrown to the ground who's clearly soaking wet, not even a bu- 100 pounds or maybe a buck 10 uh, compared to a grown man who happens to be white, I might add, and is wearing a blue badge um, thrown to the ground. Exce- and, and it did appear to be excessive. Um, my question then became, why how did it go down and what if that kid had simply um respectfully said yeah I know I'm busted I'm not supposed to be smoking like what if the kid just didn't buy the cigarettes to begin with what if he wasn't caught outside of a convenience store what if we knew the whole story about the kid in his past and his association with law enforcement what if what if what if what if this devolves into a conversation around opportunity I tweeted early this morning that there's a difference between opportunity and priority. 
If you tell me that you live in the country of the United States of America, and while yes, there is disparity, yes, there can be inequitable, uh, inequitable situations. Absolutely. I know that I'm, I'm not I don't live in white utopiaville, nor would I want to. So I do not live in the clouds of everyone is, you know, uh, equal, but not the same. Um, in God's eyes, yes, we are all equal. Uh, in God's eyes, no, we're not all the same. We are unique, which is why I know for sure God is not a Democrat. Nevertheless, um, when talking about opportunity, you cannot tell me that you live in this country and do not have the opportunity to seek opportunity. Now, as a minister, I can tell you that generationally speaking, not everyone has been genetically coded to seek opportunity. Not everyone can see opportunity for a number of reasons. You do have spiritual generational persuasions that will and can prohibit individuals and groups of of people um, and an entire body of people from being able to see freedom, much less seek it. There are those nefarious forces, I might add, who know how to pander to that how to capitalize upon that in order to keep their their power base. Very simple, simple stuff here. Okay. So I suggested to my daughter and her boyfriend, again, my daughter's bi-ethnic. Her boyfriend is straight up white guy. And then there's me. I suggested that if you were to pay people, if you were to charge people rather, for their vote. Like you could buy a ballot at the convenience store or you could purchase a lottery ticket. I would wager my annual salary that more people than not, I would say seven out of 10 would choose the lottery ticket. How do I know that? Because in the state of Georgia, particularly, unless people are bussed in, unless they are incentivized to show up and exercise something that many people fought hard for others to be able to show up and exercise, such as your vote, they don't place a value on that. Therefore, it is not a priority. They have the exact same opportunity to vote as any American. You will never convince me otherwise. There are many things you cannot do in this country um, without an ID, without identifying who you are. Many things. Our voting system should be no different, considering that our laws are inherently set in place for our liberty, for our use, for our protection, because we are something called a nation, right? Why is this so difficult of a concept for this particular generation and others to conceive of? Why is that? Are you having these conversations with your young people right now while they're not in school? Are you picking their minds to see what they have been indoctrinated with thus far. Do you realize that if you don't have the answers that your children may ask uh, questions of that, you can go to the interwebs, you can go to a number of sources, for God's sakes, get out your old encyclopedia set, Uh, you know, look the information up together, particularly around history. 
right? Go to the lot. Well, I don't even know if your local libraries are open now. Uh, order books online. Uh, Netflix, my God, how many documentaries are there? Just be careful about who actually produced it and why. Again, there's a motive. There's a, there's a pandering faction of society, and there always will be. There always will be because it is human fallen nature to want to control other people, even in the name of liberty and prosperity and, uh, and progress. Yes, progress. And people really do believe that they've made progress. And I'm telling you right now, I would wager my annual salary that the big circle jerk of politics is such that Liberty is here for all, which means opportunity. There are also people who can't see that. So they will seek out oppression. They will stay oppressed because that is what they know. Whether white, black, green, or purple, if that is what that particular demographic knows, that is what some of that demographic will continue to choose to align with, even with other information, even with facts. There is too much of an occlusion in place. There's not enough of an incentive for that person to believe in their God-given, uniquely created gifts and talents. So I want to ask you, where is the church? Where are the black leaders of today? Where are the white leaders of today? Anytime I speak on these things, people will say to me, Well, before you speak on race issues as a white female, you should, you know, as the Becky or the Karen, whatever the name of the day is for us white girls, um, you should, your disclaimer before every tweet and every broadcast should go something like this. I have a biracial child. Well, let me tell you something about that. That doesn't fly. That does not fly with people who uh, are hell bent quite literally, on believing the lies that they've been told. Because if they were to embrace their uniquely created gifts and talents and their individualism, then the onus would be upon them to prioritize the opportunities that have been afforded them as they have every other freaking American in the United States of America. And that is simply not, um, that is not, that is not freedom for a lot of folks. So it's easier to sexualize my decision to marry a black man who died 21 years ago. And that's what happens. So for those of you who are confused about why I don't run through the streets with a banner of, oh, look, I'm really not racist because I have a biracial child. um, That doesn't work. Because according to the mentality of some, you can still somehow practice white supremacy while being in love with a straight up black American man and raising a black and white American daughter, marrying into a predominantly black and uh, and American Indian uh, Native American um, family. Somehow you can still exercise white supremacy while walking through the valley of the shadow of death in the South with a black husband and still choosing to go the route of love. Somehow you can still be a supremacist in the minds of those who are bought and sold on the market of the, of the ideology 
of oppression. Yes, that's how that works. So in summary, I will say this. There are those who will, in fact, if they had a choice to purchase a ballot to vote for the person who would literally unlock the keys of oppression to any area of their lives or to purchase a Powerball ticket. I'm telling you now, white, black, purple, green, there are some who are so married to otherwise entrenched into the idea of oppression that they would rather go home and watch for the winning numbers. Trust that. Until tomorrow, you can find me on Monica On Your Talk on Twitter, Monty Matthews on Facebook, MonicaMatthews.com, iTunes, Stitcher. You can download my podcast. You can subscribe. It'll come straight to your phone every day. Thank you for joining me. Oh, hey, by the way, go check out if you're in the state of Georgia, go check out my fantastic massage therapist and get a discount. Uh, it is 100 bucks as opposed to 125 So there you go. You get a considerable discount for being a listener of the Monica Matthews Show. Uh, you can go to mobilespa.com uh, and that's M-O-B-L spa.com. Uh, Rob McDonald is the only massage therapist I trust with these muscles and, uh, and this tension. And God knows we could all use a little relief during this time. So check them out. Info at mobilespa.com. Let them know that you're a listener of the Monica Matthews show and you will get your discount. I promise you will not be sorry. Okay. Until tomorrow, be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, act like one. Contact Monica at monicamatthews.com or on Twitter at Monica on air talk. Life, love, and liberty. It's Monica Matthews.